where my friends and I talk all things gaming. Today, I am joined by Kelly, who is a new writer of HP Critical, and I wanted to talk to her a little bit about Twitch and sexual harassment. So if you've visited hpcritical.com, you might have seen an article she wrote titled Twitch Bans Alleged Sexual Predators from Their Platform. Recently, there's been a lot of stuff in the news talking about uh, sexual predators, sexual harassment within the gaming community, within the FGC, um, and Twitch decided that they were going to try to do something about it. So uh, just for... First of all, hi, Kelly. Hi, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. Do you want to tell uh, the listeners a little bit about yourself? Uh, so my name is Kelly. Uh, I'm a new writer for HP Critical, even though I've been in the Slack channel for a while now. Yes. Um, <laughs> I stream on Twitch, and I've been doing that for a few years. And she's a really great streamer. Um, it's uh, twitch.tv slash, uh, what is it? It's Kelly C. Okay. Uh, it, the spelling is all all wacky. It'll be in uh, the comment <laughs> section for this podcast as well. So definitely check out her um, her uh, streaming. It is awesome. I was in there. It was a lot of fun. Um, so something that you mentioned in the article is that Twitch has recently had a massive amount of drama surrounding allegations with um, certain people within the Twitch community. And they decided to roll out the, as you put it, ban hammer on a few of them. Um, yeah. And the list, though... You did mention um, what you put was not complete. Uh, there were quite a few names on there. Did you recognize any of the streamer names on um, the one that you posted? Um, I don't think that I followed um, any of them specifically. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I had remembered some of these names from either just the articles, because I... Um, I had seen people's articles on Twitter about them writing about the harassment that they had faced. So the victim side of the story. And then one of the emotes, one of the Twitch universal emotes is that bless RNG emote. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that was one of the people that got banned. And it's actually the emote is gone now too. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So that was gone now too. So I know that they decided that they were going to start banning people from their platform. Um, so I actually wanted to talk to you and ask you a little bit about how you felt uh, being a female uh, Twitch streamer, how you felt about um, how they were handling the situation. So, you know, you do talk about how women come forward and a lot of times it's questioned and doubted uh, just based on the fact that they're women and that, you know, games should be inclusionary. And uh, unfortunately, it's not always. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I'm listening. Okay. Um, <laughs> so they, they, there was the, first I want to talk about, talk about the Twitch blackout that happened. Um, there was a Twitch blackout, which everyone decided on Wednesday, June 24th, that they would not be streaming on Twitch. Um, some streamers chose, uh, to do so on the blackout and some people didn't. And some people said that it was ineffective. Um, how did you feel about that situation? Um, I didn't mind. I thought the Twitch blackout was a good idea because I think that Twitch would take notice if um, they lost money for that day. And I, I'm guessing like without people streaming for the day, I don't really know how their revenue system actually works, but I would assume that they would notice a drop in that day if nobody streamed, um, which I thought was a great idea. Um, and I didn't stream on that day. I mean, it wasn't really related. I normally don't stream on Wednesdays, Wednesdays but I figured that it worked out that I wasn't going to anyways. But um, so I think that like people streaming on that day kind of undermined the movement a little bit. I wonder um, if it would have actually worked. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure it was the next day that they banned all these people. So 
did it work or yeah, or was it just yeah uh, the people that streamed were trying to say like it was them because they were like saying things about they were speaking out against what twitch was doing and i'm like well you can't really make that decision because <laughs> exactly. you don't know if it was <laughs> was no it idea. the blackout or was it them yeah mm -hmm. um so being a female streamer i know that you mentioned that gaming should be inclusionary um and it should feel like a safe play place. Um, and I wanted to ask you, have you ever felt like, have you ever had to deal with any types of harassment on Twitch? And also, um, if you have, what did you specifically have to do uh, to handle it? And do you think that uh, Twitch is helpful in those types of situations? Um, to be honest with you, I had, so, I mean, I pretty much get harassed for being a woman a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I, mostly by people in games sometimes or I feel like the trolling lately has been to a minimum but over the course of my time on Twitch I have been harassed um and that I really had to handle myself um there was this one time that someone came in and said like some really terrible things and we did me and my uh, mods we filed complaints and reports mm -hmm. but every time I had checked after that he hadn't been banned or anything yet of course so, I mean, it's just words, but like, I feel like they didn't do anything about that. But then again, like I said, it wasn't like sexual assault or it wasn't even like sexual harassment, really. It was yeah. just like, just hate, legitimate mm -hmm. hate. Have you seen the um, Twitch council that they created to attempt to help people with um, being able to handle these types of situations? I have not, actually. Okay. Um, so basically, they decided to, to bring together a bunch of uh, community members to create a Twitch council to uh, help people who are in this situation. But I wanted to ask, um, how do you think, or what do you think Twitch could do, if anything, to help streamers like yourself be able to control such situations? Um, I mean, to be honest, one thing that helped me not get as much hate in the channel is I made it to where people ha to chat in my channel, you have to have a verified email address. So people that would be normally like just like a troll who would come in and make an account for five minutes, like they have to verify an email, which really works well. Oh, that's, re yeah, um, that's a really good idea. That's effective. Um, but I think just more stuff like that, like maybe you can't have an account without an email or something at all. Um, I, there would be way less viewers, that's for sure, because some people have multiple accounts, and I don't think that you can um, actually link more than one email to an account, mm -hmm. or not, or link more than one account to an email. But um, I really, I really don't know. I think that that would definitely help people not get as much harassment. However, with the council, I, I don't necessarily know what they plan to do. I mean, some of these accusations against people are like. Stuff that's not even happening on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. A lot of it is happening, you know, outside of Twitch. And I, I, I mean, honestly, from what I've seen, the council hasn't done anything too great at the moment because I know that uh, some people had an issue with some of the names of the people that were a part of the council. Um, oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a whole thing. But you do have a question posed in your article that I want to ask you. Um, you say women have faced backlash for their accusations, but is that worse than being blacklisted from the industry completely? Um what do you think about that question that you pose? 
Um, I think that being blacklisted from the industry is probably the worst thing that can happen to you. I mean, facing backlash from people on the internet, I mean, let's face it, if you're already streaming on Twitch, you're already facing that all the time. People mm-hmm. are always going to say stuff to you, even if you're in the spotlight at all. It doesn't matter what you do. Um, so, like, I think that being blacklisted is is much worse. I mean, and like some people have, there was the story of uh, this girl that was a Dota 2 streamer. Mm-hmm. And she pretty much, I guess trying to think i think someone harassed her and just pretty much she left the industry completely and i mean she was like comp- like an esports competitive person in dota 2 and now she's just that she's not even in the industry anymore and i mean that's really really sad yeah. and in, even in other industries we've seen that happen and it was always sad like in you know um comedy Women have been blacklisted, and yep. especially in in Hollywood, it's mm-hmm. it's almost like it's just the same thing just happening in gaming now because that's the new, you know, popular thing right now. Uh, so one of the other things that we were talking about recently was diversity in gaming and women in gaming. Um, how do you feel? Um, this is going a little bit off topic, but um, how how do you? What do you think game developers could do to get more women um, at the forefront of gaming? Um. I've been wondering that myself, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I have been thinking recently about trying to get possibly into gaming as a career. Yeah. Um, so I actually followed a bunch of female uh, game developers on Twitter because I was like, I don't know how to even find them, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. But um, I think that women are getting into the industry. I think that it has to be where my opinion is equal because I'm just a person that's interested in gaming, not because they need me to be like the minority or something in the group. Like, Oh, we need a woman. So we're picking one or something. Like I think that they actually have to take women's ideas and run with them because they're good ideas, not because, you know, they have to or something. And I still feel like gaming is really closed off just because it's, it's been men for so long. Yeah. That's the majority. And I just feel like it's not, it's going to probably just take some time like everything else. That's, uh, I mean, yes, like I literally completely agree (laughs) with you because of course no one wants to be like the token person just to be claimed as the token diversity hire um, in your your company. But uh, at the same time, I think that I, so I, I personally really believe that representation is one of the biggest ways to influence people and to being a part of a community. And I think that, you know, games like The Last of Us 2, having uh, Ellie as the protagonist, as the forefront of the game on the front of the, t- on the front of the title, you know, having a lesbian relationship featured prominently in a AAA, uh, PlayStation exclusive. I think things like those definitely do require people to, um, you know, stop and think about their prejudices when they're looking at, you know, a, a woman that is a, that is a protagonist to a game or even a, uh, streamer that is a woman. Um, yeah. and one of the things that we talked about, and I, I'm going to ask your opinion on this as well. Uh, one of the things we talked about on the last podcast was, uh, representation in video games and how I think um, you've played Overwatch before, right? Yes. Okay, so um, one of the things that I mentioned was that I love Overwatch because, you know, there is D.Va. And you know D.Va, right? Yes, of course. Okay. That was my main. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So there have been a lot of people who have used D.Va as their main character in Overwatch. And I thought that it was brilliant because what Blizzard did was forced people, especially dude bros, 
to have to get into the mindset of playing a tiny gamer girl as like the tank of their video game. And yeah. so it, it very much goes from, oh my God, you picked this girl. Like what's wrong with you? Like don't like you're a dude to, oh, like I am that girl. I am this tiny, uh, this <laughs> tiny adorable gamer girl who is like kick ass and I'm, I'm the fucking tank. <laughs> like, uh, so I think Overwatch has done a really, really great job at representation in that manner. And I do think that, like, because when I play, every time that someone is playing as D.Va, like, I refer to them as her or she, because uh, D.Va, yes. uh, that's how D.Va identifies. Um, and I do think that it has gone from, like, oh, my God, how dare you, to people kind of just being like, yeah, I, I'm I'm the girl, I'm the tank, I'm D.Va. And I think that did change <laughs> a little bit of perspective in, in gaming. But um, how do you feel about, like, representation in that manner? It doesn't have to be uh, the Overwatch example, but you can obviously use the same example. But uh, do you think that that does help gaming? I think so. And I think like one game that I feel like people play characters that aren't like, I like Dead by Daylight a lot. Mm -hmm. And in that, I mean, you pretty much have to level up all the characters to get all of like the perks and everything. Yeah. So I feel like that's a game where some people just main female characters and don't really think anything of it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I feel like whenever I make a character, I want it to look like me. Yeah. But if I'm just picking a character, I really don't care. And that's like with Overwatch, obviously, they have like a way more diverse, like, group of people, like characters, because they're all like, you know, they're all different. They all have different accents and they all like some are cyborgs or whatever. But in Dead by Daylight, I feel like it's like some people just main Claudette. Like that's just who Who they are. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I always just refer to them as a she because in the game, you know, she is just a female character. But like, I feel like it kind of over time, more and more games are just having like male and female characters and all kinds of diversity. And people just pick a character based on their skill, not just because you want it to look like you or be like you or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I guess that make some diversity. Yeah. Uh, you know, I always, um, I, I, I like the fact that games like Overwatch and games like Dead by Daylight, they do force you, if you want to try something new, to put yourself in the shoes of a character that doesn't necessarily look like you because, you know, sometimes, <clears throat> I mean, not not with Dead by Daylight and Overwatch, but sometimes you'll have uh, an example in which you realize that you are kind of just like this character. Like, even though you're different, um their differences aren't big enough to make you, uh, uh, you know, stand out from that person. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, I, so I also wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, LGBT representation in video games as well, since we did bring up Overwatch. I don't think there are any uh, confirmed LGBT characters in Dead by Daylight. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, they were supposedly. I thought, okay, they came out during Pride Month. They had a list. I should actually look it up on Twitter. They had a list, right, of mm-hmm. characters, and there were... Did they come out with, like, some LGBT characters? I think they might have. I mean, as far as I remember, it's all been um, fan art and shipping that I've seen. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm not I'm not 100% sure. I should, I should look that up. I'd be really interested, because I think they did say one character... Was, but you are right about the fan art. Now maybe I'm thinking of that. Like, isn't it David and Dwight? Yes. Okay. I heard David about that. I was like, oh my goodness. 
So the reason I bring it up is because I also wanted to talk a little bit about, because, you know, um, I have experienced uh, harassment on Twitch once before, um, just for, you know, being who I am. And I'm sure that you, uh, just because you have being who you are as well. Um, do you think that uh, when a company shows, um, when they're able to show diversity in their video game, do you think that'll also uh, help people come to that video game? Or do you think that'll help people not be harassed on Twitch for playing that video game? Um, I, I feel like sometimes people misconstrue diversity in games as a political statement. So <laughs> sometimes <I feel> like, <laughs> a lot. Like, well, okay. A lot. But <laughs> I mean, I guess I should say some people like not sometimes mm. there's always going to be people that do that. But, um, so I feel like sometimes diversity can make people not come to a game because like I said, they think it's some sort of political statement, even though everybody plays games now, it's not a big deal to have a diversity of characters. Um, but I don't, I don't really, I don't really know. Like, I feel like it does help certain people feel more connected to a game mm-hmm. and it can help. Um, I mean, I like to play as female characters sometimes. I mean, sometimes I'll buy a game for that. Yeah. You know, and I think that if some people don't, it's maybe just, uh, whatever, then those people just don't play the game. Then I guess it's like an offset. Like maybe more women would buy a game with a female protagonist mm-hmm. and then men who don't want to play as a female protagonist just won't. And then so then guess what? Yeah. More women in the game. And, and you know, um, yeah, exactly. And then there are more women to stream this game because more women yes. are playing this game. And I think that's exactly what we're, um, what we're talking about. And I think that's what you need. Um, and I, I think that the last of us two is a great example of that because there have been a lot of people that are like, Oh yeah, I want to play the last of us two. But then there are also people that are like, Oh my God, there's a girl and she's gay. There's no way I could play this game. And to them, I'm just like, fuck it. Don't play it. Um, and, yeah. and it doesn't even matter because you know, um, last I checked, The Last of Us 2 is actually the highest selling, or fastest selling, excuse me, fastest selling PS4 title ever. Wow. Um, that's and I mean, that just shows that people are getting over the nonsense that some people uh, are trying to push out on, uh, you know, Twitch. So I want to talk a little bit about positives. Um, uh, I don't know how long you've been streaming on Twitch, but I want to ask how long you've been streaming and what are some of uh, the reasons that you continue to do so and whether you've had like, you know, some of the good times that you've had on Twitch. Um, So I've been streaming since 2016. Um, I played Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, for a long time, a few years. And I really, I, I really loved it. Um, it was all like, I mean, it was all I played. And I actually got like a large following. I mean, I have almost 4,000 followers on Twitch now. I saw, congratulations. Um, thank you. <laughs> but I, I used to have a lot more viewers. Like mm-hmm. when I first started, because I had like a niche for myself. I did the Star Wars thing. I'm a total Star Wars nerd. I always wore Star Wars t-shirts and did my hair in space buns. I oh just did gosh, it. Oh my gosh, yes. And um, it, I had a I had a niche and then I went back to school and I had no time. Yeah. And even if I did, I was just so tired. I, I just, I, I stopped doing it. So gradually I kind of fell off and I used to stream under a different name. Mm-hmm. I used to stream under warrior woman 9203, um, which was kind of long. So I changed to Khaleesi and then I feel like some people don't even know it's me, you know, ah, like yeah. they might, they might see if they saw warrior woman, maybe they would be like, Oh, okay. That's warrior woman. But Maybe they don't know it's me because of my name change. But yeah. um, I still do it because it's the only hobby that I've ever cared about for so long. Oh, like, I've okay. never 
cared about anything else this long. I mean, besides video games, I've never wanted to keep doing a hobby. Like I've taken up all kinds of hobbies. I mean, sewing, uh, I made flower crowns for like a day. I, um, I've (laughs) done like, I've done so much, but I just don't stick with it. Like I'm over it within, you know, a week. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it. I just, I don't know why, but streaming, I mean, I've been doing it for years, I guess, because there's actually something to strive for. Yeah. Like, to get the viewers, obviously, it can be very lucrative if you know what you're doing, but um, it's just the only thing I, I really love enough to keep doing, even if nobody's watching. Yeah. I love that. Uh, so, I also want to, oh, sorry, did you have anything else? No, I think I'm good. Okay. Uh, I also want to ask, um, for any, any, um, women who are listening who are streaming if you had any words of advice to them um whether it's you know on you know creating a niche like you said and being who you are or any advice on being able to uh safely stream or uh you know some other ideas like creating the uh email authentication for um, streamers or mods or anything Uh, anything that you want to say to any women who are listening that want to stream or that are streaming that might be dealing with you know toxicity on twitch just for being a girl gamer um i'd say it keep going but if people are really harassing you you're you're gonna have to start reporting them and like trying to get them like banned like for real off twitch because but you don't you don't want to be getting stalkers and stuff and i'd say that there's a fine line between facing some harassment from a couple of trolls and really facing like legitimate threats mm-hmm. and it's important to make sure that that's what you're you're, you know, you're up against is just some trolls that you can say, Hey, leave me alone. And they will, or they're afraid of getting banned or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I think that you have to be careful and not let people know like, um, your real name. I never really shared my real name with my uh, followers or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let them find out where you live. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the basic safety that women are already doing, but, um, if I had advice besides like about the harassment, it like I said, it would just be to keep going and play a game that you enjoy. Don't play something because it's popular because if you don't like it, it's going to show. People mm-hmm. are going to realize that you're not liking what you're doing and then you're just going to seem fake if you like pretend that you like it. And there's uh, one more thing I want to talk about because I don't know, I, when I read your article, I, I wanted to know who this was because I wasn't sure. You did uh, talk about that you went on your, you went on the channel of one of your favorite streamers and they were crying? Yeah. Uh, I went, uh, her name is Scissors. Um, she's actually a streamer from the UK um, and she has like a baby daughter and um, she has been streaming for a long time. I've watched her for a long time and um she I came into her stream and she was literally crying and I'm like I didn't really ask what happened because I had assumed because this was around the time that all these hate raids were going on and I was like oh gosh she must have gotten a hate raid and then people were saying like to her like oh you're not a bad mom and stuff and I'm like what the hell did this person say so apparently this person had said because they reported this person and everything they had come into the channel they pretty much told her you're a terrible mother and all kinds of things and and she was like crying so we all started donating bits and and everything people were being really nice and gifting subs and i i donated some bits as well and um just to just to see her smile and stuff and um so i went on twitter later because i follow her on twitter she decided that her she's not going to put her daughter anywhere on social media anymore she literally is never going to bring her daughter back on social media because of trolls 
And I can't even believe that someone could be so hateful and say something about someone's literally gorgeous baby daughter. Yeah. I mean, I I was like appalled. And I, like I said, I didn't even ask about the specifics because I just didn't want to anybody to re-say yeah. what they had said. You know, I didn't want anyone to like repeat um, the horrible things, of, of course. course, just so I could hear it. So one more question. What exactly is a hate raid? So, um, so in my article that I wrote about the, uh, why is Twitch so toxic lately? Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, a thread by Jambo or was the start of a thread and she apparently had had a hate raid. I don't, um, I wasn't there for this, but so she was actually raided by a community, by a streamer named, um, Adam C. Uh, so he apparently sent, his followers and raiders into her community like a raid but with just hate oh my gosh she was saying white nationalist things what no no yeah she she was but she was saying that they were saying okay like i said i wasn't there she and that's what i'm trying to say it but it's not coming out (laughs) she was saying that they had been saying about white nationalism and saying racist i'm sure racial slurs and all kinds of stuff and yeah, she was saying that that was like the hate raid. And so that's why I kind of, this is really what spurred me to write this article was because I just, like I said, my favorite streamer, she's crying. People are getting hate raided. Yeah. And I'm just like, what, what is going on right now? And it was another streamer that did it and they weren't banned. They weren't? I haven't, they, they weren't banned at the moment. Wow. Um, but he was apparently even threatening Twitch staff and everything, according to my, like the article. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, it was, it was insane. I haven't checked up on it, but normally I think I followed her on Twitter. So I, I haven't seen an update. Maybe there isn't one yet. And I also know that you mentioned the last of us two as well and how there were in game spoilers that were just being thrown into people's streams too. And I'm just, uh, I guess I'm just wondering, like, is, will Twitch ever be able to do enough to, um, help stop these things? Um, I'm not, I just, I don't know what they would really do because you can pretty much make your username anything except for racial slurs and stuff. But sometimes people have names that are slurs or horrible things like, um, in the name that if you pronounce it. Yeah. So like, you don't know until you're like, Oh, thanks for the follow. You know, I love something, you know, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Oh no, I didn't want to say that. But, and that's what they've been doing now, because if you write it in the chat, I mean, obviously people will delete it, but your username is still there. So mm-hmm. when I was in this one stream from, um, she's actually in leading ladies TV with me. Um, I went into her stream. She was playing the last of us too. And the person made like seriously seven accounts while I was there and their username was spoilers for the last of us too. Oh my gosh. It would say like this person does this. I don't want to even be, want to be very big, but, and then, and then at the end it said T L O U two. So you pretty much know it's the last of us two. And they went into a last of us two channel and just their username was the spoiler. So even if you delete them, the spoiler's still in the chat. Yeah. Because it oh my deletes gosh. the message. And she would like, it popped up on her stream, literally this thing that happens. And she's like, oh, thanks for the follow. And then, I mean, she uh, got of very she upset. It out. Yeah. Well, she didn't read it out because she read it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you know how like there's an alert on the screen and everything? Mm-hmm. It was like, I was 
it was awkward, really. It was like, oh my God. And then they just kept making an account every time she deleted it. Wow. Um, so before I close out, I want to end on a positive note again. I'm so sorry that I brought it back <laughs> to, you know, fine. You're uh, fine. twitching and, uh, sexual predators and everything else that happens there. Um, and, and I know that you also mentioned Ubisoft and esports organizers and casters, um, and how it's always an issue for, you know, women to be a part of the conversation because of, um, the fact that they may not be even believed when they come forward. Um, mm-hmm. but, <clears throat> Having discussed Twitch and tox- toxicity and all of that, uh, and I, I know that we also talked about some things that you um, think would help going forward. Um, I just want to end it by, first of all, thanking you for coming on the podcast with me and talking to me about this and sharing a little bit of your experiences. Yeah, and thanks also, for inviting me. Of course, I'm so happy. <laughs> and also, um, if you want to tell us just one more really great time that you had on Twitch, uh, just so we can end on a, on a high note with some good times. Um, I mean, I've had a lot of great times on Twitch. I've, I've actually like, I've been looking through some of my older clips lately, just for fun, because I just like to remember these times. And I'm actually like looking through and seeing um when I was playing Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. like with my community. So I would play it on PlayStation. And I had like a bunch of friends on PlayStation. And we would play and we would like pretty much role play. And I mean, we weren't like serious role players, but like we would each like have a character and we would do it. And it was like, it was just fun times. Like I miss like being that carefree on Twitch, like just having your friends and you're streaming. I'm not worried about people that are watching. I'm just having fun playing a game and it's awesome. And people are watching and they're having fun too. Like that's what Twitch is really about. And I feel like, like I said, hate raids and all this stuff happening. It's, it's like, aren't we just supposed to be on Twitch and gaming to to have fun? Is that why we're here? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, no, yeah, like, exactly. Yes. <laughs> I, I know I'm repeating myself, but I mean, that's the whole point, you know, of creating a community of, you know, friends and viewers that love you and love what you do and being able to play games together um, and just have fun without, you know, having to worry about any type of uh, sexual predators or sexual harassment or anything that, you know, yeah. comes with being a streamer on Twitch. Um, <clears throat> but anyway... Once again, thank you so much, Kelly, for being here. Um, everyone who wants to follow her on Twitch, you can check out the article or the, the description in this podcast episode. All of her Twitch information will be there. Come hang out with me. I'll also be uh, in her um, in her <laughs> streams. And uh, anytime that we're offline and she's online, you will see her on HP Critical's uh, Twitter. I'm sorry, not Twitter, Twitch at twitch.tv slash HP Critical. Um, so definitely check us out as well. Thank you once again, Kelly, and goodbye, everyone. Thank you very much.